Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and I want to welcome you to another Eye Clarity podcast. As part of my summit series, I've invited one of the speakers today. She's one of the featured speakers at the Whole Health Summit, January 14th to the 16th, 2022. Her name is Dr. Jess Petros and she is a visionary for the future of healthcare and I share that with her and I I'm so inspired by what she is doing in the field of environmental medicine, and we're going to get into things like toxicities. I get a lot of questions about that, and I'm not an expert in this area. I've certainly studied it and studied functional medicine, but not to the level that Dr. Petros has. She is an expert in the stealth infections and infectious diseases, biologics and regenerative medicine. She's board certified in internal medicine physician, and um, she seeks out real answers to the root cause of disease. And one of her taglines is she believes, and I believe this too, is that our bodies are perfect and 90% of disease come from lifestyle, diet, and the environment. And we can ultimately change things and we can heal and reverse chronic diseases. She has just launched a website app called Entitled Wellness Plus by Dr. Jess. I highly recommend you check that out, check her out. So Dr. Jess, welcome to the program. I'd like to start by having you give us kind of an overview as an environmental doctor. What are you seeing out there in terms of the toxicities and how it's affecting people's health. Yeah, thank you for having me so much, Dr. Byrne. I appreciate it. Let me clarify something really fast. I previously was board certified. I have since let that lapse because I no longer practice under okay. those guidelines. But to, to address your first question about in how do environmental toxicities impact us, I think the answer is so far reaching and wide, it's hard to just narrow it down to a few things because I want people to imagine how our genes are so different, unique and bio-individual. So when certain toxicities or trauma or emotions are pushed through a genetic profile, they can sometimes um, press certain genes and turn them on or off, which can appear as different chronic diseases in different people based on their genetics. So maybe let's say dirty water with perchlorates would cause thyroid disease in me. Maybe it would cause thyroid cancer in someone else. So toxicities have far reaching effects on us. The EPA says there's over 80,000 unregulated toxins out in the environment. And we, none of us really know how that impacts each and every human being. Yeah, exactly. And I think that uh, one of the areas that I deal a lot with around the eyes is glyphosate. 
I get all these weird conditions and, you know, they're living in the middle of an agricultural area and they don't even think about how glyphosate affects us. How do you see it? Wow, I think this is something that remains to be unseen as well. Obviously, Monsanto has lost a couple of cases in court now for cause of precipitating cancer in workers who work closely with glyphosate or Roundup Ready. Um, of course, this is in the court of law, they say this doesn't scientifically prove anything, but we know mm -hmm. what happens with glyphosate is that it interrupts the shikimati pathway in plants and plants are where we get our amino acids. So all the way down the food chain, it is stopping growth of life, if you will. And it, they really stopped research too short on animal studies. The rats actually grew tumors. They only researched it for three months. So at, beyond that, we see a lot of effects in the animal studies. And, you know, I really appreciate Dr. Stephanie Sinoff's work who have, although correlation doesn't equal causation, has shown the amount of neurodegenerative conditions and autism and everything else that has increased since we started spraying crops with glyphosate and the aerialization of glyphosate. So it travels for miles in the air because it's aerosolized, excuse me. And you know now some of the new research is showing that glyphosate may be able to actually sub in for glycine in the collagen formation. And that's why we're seeing things like Achilles ruptures and tendon ruptures in young athletes mm -hmm. because of glyphosate. Yeah, it's so far reaching. You know, I spend a lot of time in Hawaii on the big island of Kauai and I could just tell how the plants have changed since Monsanto has come in and basically taken over and the toxicities that affect our intestinal tract, the chronic inflammation that we, we suffer. And, you know, you're kind of a detective, you know, as an environmental doctor, you know, what are some of your messages around helping people, first of all, identify the toxicity and then be able to move through it so they can regain their health? Absolutely. So, you know, I tell people that if the body is screaming, which means you have pain, you have brain fog, you're fatigued, you're not meant to be that way. So there's something in the way of your body making energy. And it seems to be that the body might be out of homeostasis. It's spinning kind of haywire. And when that happens, it's really hard to heal from a place when you're not in normalcy. So the first and foremost thing I do with those people is try to find where the toxin is in their local environment. It could be in their home. It could be in their workplace or their school. Um, it could be something that is an exposure from or antecedent from years ago that's still stuck in their body. And really once avoidance is the first thing you want to look for, but once that takes place, my next job is to guide the body back to homeostasis or normalcy, which is where a body can truly heal. If it's out of normalcy, then I need to bring it back. I need to screen every drainage pathway, energy makers, the mitochondria, the lymph pathway, the bile, the bowel movements, the liver, all this needs to be screened to see where the problem or the stagnation is. And once we bring the body back to normalcy or homeostasis, there's nothing that beats a body in homeostasis. The body is the miracle vessel. And so all we have to do is work with it and not against it. Exactly. My sentiments. Exactly. And I, uh, I know you're going to be speaking at the summit about mold and there's a, there's a, 
a post you did on Instagram, and I want to read it, then I'd like you to comment on it. Mold is a form of long haulers syndrome and the cause of cytokine storm. Mm -hmm. So tell us more. Yeah, you know, I tell, because, you know, this is so serious for people and people are so sick. So if I can crack a smile at people, I'll do it. So I tell them, you know, the, the people with biotoxin illness, the limeys and the moldies, you guys are the the OG cytokine storms, you know, you guys are the, the, this is, you guys have been fighting this fight for years when no one's given you credit for a cytokine storm. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happened here. Um, mold in particular in a lot of the animal studies that tends towards a TH1, TH17 differentiation. And in layperson terms, that means that you start making and producing a certain type of cytokine. And also in the pandemic and with COVID and what's going on, we've seen that there is a um, cytokine storm or one side of the immune system, the innate side of the immune system, same thing as running haywire or uh, trying to alert the, the humoral immune system, which can't see the problem. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what happens in mold. It if it happens chronically or over time, then obviously the TH2 other side of the immune system becomes dysregulated too. Um, so, you know, you can imagine if one side of the immune system's freaking out, trying to signal the other mm -hmm. one, which can't see the problem, you're out of balance mm -hmm. or out of homeostasis, as I, as I talked about mm -hmm. before, which is really your body producing cytokines or chemical messengers and produce, that means lots of inflammation as the warning signs go off. Yeah, so true. Uh, and I see this a lot with patients more and more and with the pandemic and people are lost and allopathic medicine is just trying to, you know, do a fix it model band-aid and it's just making it, making it a lot worse for sure. Yes. So I'm here with Dr. Jess Petros, who's a visionary future of, she's the future of healthcare. She's an environmental doctor. She's got an incredible platform uh, where she's educating and helping us learn to navigate the maze of different kinds of toxicities. Uh, you know, I did, a, I did a post the other day on the neurotoxin fluoride. And boy, I get into arguments with dentists all the time about that. Could you speak about fluoride? I, I kind of need some backup here because I feel like <laughs> I'm the only one talking about how neurotoxicity of fluoride and how it's affecting us. Absolutely. So, you know, <laughs> there are different types. There's fluorine, there's fluoride, and, you know, fluorine mm -hmm. is naturally occurring in the earth, right? Fluoride, and especially the ones they're putting in some of the toothpaste and in the, in the water supply, especially the water supply, is Chinese industrial waste. And it's, mm. it's completely different than what fluorine is naturally in the environment. And fluoride is absolutely a neurotoxin. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm completely on the same page as you with this one. Um, it's just now, even though you've probably known for over a decade that fluoride shouldn't uh, go in the mouth shouldn't um, you know, go in the water supply. They're just now kind of looking into it in certain cities and wondering if they should be fluorinating the water. Um, obviously in other countries, they have not fluorinated the water and they do not have a higher rate of um, tooth decay or cavities in those countries that have not had mass fluorination of the water. Um, and you know, 
we're already bombarded by so many endocrine disruptors and neurotoxins in the world. I don't think we can afford to have a neurotoxin that's added to our water as well as put on our teeth on, on the regular. We also have a natural substitute for fluoride in hydroxypatite, which I really appreciate some of the remineralizing mm -hmm. toothpaste that are using that alternative. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was so happy to see that. Uh, but it hasn't hit the mainstream. And, uh, you know, at the summit, I'm actually inviting a biological dentist to come on because that's another place where I feel people, it's a disaster area when they go to a regular dentist and, uh, you know, all the, all the negative things that they're doing. So I want to uh, move to um, your kind of philosophy on things like Gerson therapy, ozone therapy, uh, and, and also if you could speak about how these toxicities are impacting our endocrine system. Mm, yes, absolutely. So I trained in Gerson therapy. I um, took Dr. Frank Schellenberger's ozone course mm -hmm. out in Reno, um, which I really mm -hmm. appreciated. And both of those um, institutions or people blew the lid off for me about functional medicine. This was back in like 2014, 15. I was just coming mm -hmm. out of being a hospitalist in the hospital system. And they started talking about, mm -hmm. you know, like Teflon being bad for you. And toxicities in the water supply. Yeah. And I, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't blink. I was so shocked because I, it was the first time I was hearing the information. Although I really appreciate Gerson, I kind of lean more towards a paleo um, mm -hmm. type of diet for Me most too. people now. Yeah. Keto mm -hmm. for certain people, even I don't yeah. even frown on carnivore um, temporarily for some mm -hmm. people. So I think that diet is so bio-individual that it's hard for me to box someone into a completely vegan diet, yeah. even with glandulars. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, to each their own, some people thrive on that, but not everyone can. And so, although Gerson therapy, they taught me about coffee enemas. I am forever grateful, yeah. forever grateful. Yeah, I know. That, is, that is a That's staple. It. Yeah. It's a tool in my toolbox. Yeah. I'm so grateful to them yeah. for that. Um, but I practice a little differently now. Ozone, I still appreciate in every realm. I mm -hmm. think it's wonderful yeah. if used correctly. Um, and, you know, what was the last part of your question about the environmental toxins? Uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah how, how these toxins, uh, oh. you know, I know you specialize a lot in hormonal imbalances, adrenal dysfunction. Yes. And it's tricky. Working with endocrine health is, there's so many levels and layers to it. And uh, you seem to have a really good pulse on how to navigate uh, endocrine health. Yeah, thank you for bringing that back around to me. So yes, um, unfortunately, a lot of the toxins that are produced out there, even Teflon, flame retardants that are sprayed on our furniture, PFOAs, mm -hmm. all those things, uh, they can mimic estrogen in the body. Um, and mm -hmm. bind to those receptors that are not meant for them, which then spins the body out of homeostasis or causes hormonal disruptions for people. This is a lot of where PCOS, hyperestrogenic syndromes come from, uh, low progesterone. And then on top of that, some of these heavy metals and corporate man-made toxicities can actually interrupt pathways to steroid production within the mitochondria because steroids mm -hmm. and sex hormones, part of them are made through the mitochondria. So mitochondria right. in every cell, they make ATP, energy or heat, all those different things. So sometimes 
these hormonal disruptions are due to toxicities that interrupt mitochondrial function or damage mitochondrial DNA, which don't have the same repair mechanisms. Um, heavy metals can even interrupt, you know, certain enzymes that convert, you know, cholesterol into estrogen or progesterone. And so there's so many different ways that these toxicities can impact our reproductive systems that um, we really need to empower ourselves. We can't avoid everything, but just having a toxin, toxin free home is a big deal to empower yourself. Just that you spend so much time at home. Yeah. Well, well said, you know, in the mitochondria dysfunction, I see this as causes of cataracts, floaters, heavy metal toxicity and glaucoma. We've, we've done detox with people and their glaucoma goes away. Their visual field comes back to normal. And, you know, the, the eye drops and the laser surgery, it just damages the tissue forever and it creates all these side effects with the liver. And, oh, and wow. so um, it's, you know, I had a guy recently who was exposed to mold and he had terrible floaters. And I mean, it was just basically blocking the middle of his vision. So anyways, we, we helped him move through that. And not only did his eyesight get clearer, but so many other things changed. So we know uh, how interrelated and interconnected uh, the body is, and the body does have a biointelligence for healing, as you say, homeostasis. And what we're trying to do is help people reconnect to that. And allopathic medicine does the opposite, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. So we are here with Dr. Jess Petros. She's going to be one of our featured speakers at my upcoming Holistic Health Summit. And we're coming down towards the end. Um, I wanted to ask you a visionary question. Where do you see healthcare going? Where would you, you know, predict it in, the, say, the next three to five years? I think the health of the body is a microcosm to the macrocosm, which is the health of the earth. And so really, unless we start looking at healing the earth and returning to nature, it's going to be very hard to heal in a technological world if we're heading down that path to transhumanism. And so I think um, to truly heal, we have to turn our backs on the technological revolution. We have to go back to growing our own food and um, raising our own animals and living in community. And community is immunity. Um, I love that saying because it's true. And so yeah. many people could just heal and beyond their wildest dreams by just avoidance of toxins and returning to nature, having a community, feeling important, um, living their dharma and their dream and detoxing maybe once a year from all the toxins on the planet that we're exposed to on a daily basis. I really think the new healthcare will be turning our back on the old system and building something new that no one can deny because it so overshadows the corruptness that's going on right now in the sick care system. Yeah, very much so. All driven by money and power and people need to wake up and realize, take your health back, take your body back. And uh, that's my message all the time with my patients and my community. So. Um, and I know that's yours as well. So how can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? I know you have a lot of programs. You have a new app out. Tell us how we can follow you and find you. I always say there's hierarchies to how much you want yeah. to interact with me here. Um, depends on, yeah, pick your poison here. So, um, you know, if you guys like 
social media. Um, I just talked about the, not, not going towards the technological revolution, but here I'm going to tell you about it. Right. So you can find me on social media on Instagram, <laughs> dr. Yeah. Just period MD. Facebook, I'm not on as much. I just post from Instagram over there, but there's lots of free information mm -hmm. I give on social media. Um, if you like to read blogs, I have some really informational blogs on biotoxin illness, mold, mental illness, hormones, and it's over at drjustmd.com. Um, if you guys are looking for the top hierarchy to interact with me where you can ask me questions, I do personal webinars with you, live Q&As, all that good stuff. We have a community forum. Um, so, you know, we said no Facebook. So if you guys are interested in that, that's app.drjustmd.com. And that's a website app. So we're not cool enough to have one on the phone yet. I'm sure it's coming, though. You know, you've got you've got a great platform and such great value that you give to people. I love your blogs. I've used them a lot, sent them to many of my patients and community. And we look forward to having you at the summit. And I wish you the very best as we move into 2022. And thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be a part. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.